1: With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J, Take it away, boys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Monday. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. 18th day of April, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Did you see uh, it was a big weekend for our buddy Matt Heafy? Uh, no, what Dro-
0: happened? He dropped some new music. Uh, oh, and from- his uh, his uh, death metal band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you hear it? Yes, I've heard it. Do you like it? No. Is it because it's of Gerard my... Way? No, it's not. It's not my style. That singing is not my style. The Gerard Way part? Because I feel like the Matt Heafy part still sounds a lot like no, trivia It still sounds like trim, but there's a lot of screaming going on.
1: Yeah, but that's that's yeah.
0: not my that's not my jam.
1: Uh, you don't like the black death metal style? Yes, uh, that's not my thing. Understandable, but if you do, it's out there and uh, it surprises a lot of people. But
0: we've uh, been to working hear, on that a long time. Yeah,
1: Gerard Way screaming again, like uh, like we're talking like first uh, My Chemical Romance album type screaming. He's definitely uh, not. It doesn't sound anything like My Chemical Romance. Doesn't sound anything like Trivium either. So it's a good little decent mix if you're looking for I something to out there. Can you pronounce the name? Uh, yeah, I feel like I, if I tried, I would screw it up. So That's why I don't <laughs> Just try. look, Matt Heafy, project. We could probably ask him to pronounce it for us. Sure, go ahead. Just call him on the phone. I'm sure if you watch one of his live streams, there's plenty of opportunity of him drop the name at some point, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head what it is.
0: He's told me any time just to get in touch with him. Aw. And so I said, okay, it's going to happen one day. So one day we're just going to have to call him during the morning. All right. see if he wakes up.
1: All right, dude. Well, don't forget, he's in Florida, so he'll be a couple hours yeah. ahead of us. So. Hey, dude, what's up? That's Just nice. Random call to say hi. He won't be on uh, on quite necessarily mountain time, which is good. Welcome to the show. Today on it, we have an opportunity for you to go to some cool events that are coming to town, plus a chance to win money at 730. That's going to be pretty awesome, we think. Bearded Badass is on the agenda for today and all sorts of other fun and excitement, so... We have a Monday show planned for you, and it kicks off with some jams. So let's start with some STP. Big Empty here on the morning after on the X Rocks.
0: <laughs> on the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Over the weekend, it was announced that a pretty big event is coming to the Treasure Valley Ooh. that you may or may not be familiar with or huh? even knew happened. But you're familiar with a website called Pinterest, yes, Big J? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, use Pinterest every day. You do? Yeah. Like for what? I look up recipes. Okay. A lot of of food stuff. Do you have like your own Pinterest kind of page? Yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah, I don't understand how that... Like I've only
1: done one thing really on Pinterest. I know it's a great place for like businesses to really spread their products, but... It's really cool. I actually dig it a lot. Yeah, it's got some really cool stuff on there. But uh, if you are into Pinterest, then check it out. The uh, Pinners Conference and Expo is actually coming to the
0: Treasure Valley later on this no month. No way! Really? Yeah. Did you? Are you being serious? No, I didn't know that. Okay. But I- <laughs> <It's> April 22nd <laughs> and 23rd. That's next weekend. Oh, damn it. This that's this
1: weekend. Uh, that's right. This nationwide kind of huge <laughs> conference is taking over Expo Idaho, and it's a pretty big deal. It started 10 years ago in Salt Lake. It has been to 10 different cities across the United States every year, and it brings in basically 108 of the biggest workshops that are popular on Pinterest. And it brings all their stuff to sell in your particular location. Plus, it's got, you know, actual, you know, people talking about how to make your Pinterest bigger, your business blow up on Pinterest and give you advice and tips and stuff on how to make your Pinterest a bigger deal if you happen to have a business on there or how to find better deals if you're somebody that shops on there or where to go. Other corners you may not be aware of if you're looking for other things on Pinterest. So. It's neat, you can expect 108 different things going on Uh, It starts this weekend, it's 10 bucks to get in And that includes exhibits and shopping and all sorts of stuff that you can do So, it might be worth checking out if you're into the Pinterest community
0: Damn it, that sucks, I'm not going to be here this weekend
1: Where are you going? Going to Salt Lake Son of a gun Uh, And ironically enough, that's where this whole thing started I know Weird, weird Poop Well, uh, if you aren't Big J and you are in town, this may be something that you can check out Again, April twenty second and twenty third at Expo Idaho. It's all put together by Home Depot, by the way. First round of the NBA playoffs got underway over the weekend. Let's focus on the Sunday games. New Orleans uh, lost to Phoenix, one ten to ninety nine. Phoenix leads that series one to nothing. Great game between the Celtics and Nets. Uh, Nets The Celtics wanted the buzzer beater. Uh, they're on one nothing on the Nets. You got the Heat over the Hawks and the Bucks beating the Bulls last night as we get into full swing for the NBA playoffs. The USFL also kicked off yesterday, or over the weekend, I should say. Saturday is really when it started, when Birmingham beat the New Jersey Generals 28-24. Uh, I felt the collective meh from the good people <laughs> of... Uh, of twitter on this particular game did you catch any no, of the stuff that happened it. all right uh, i'm in the same boat
0: i don't even know where you find it to watch
1: well it's on. well the first game was on both nbc and fox so broadcast television oh, okay and then sunday it was on fox so fox tv is your home of the usfl if you want to watch it that's where you'll be able to find it sundays for the next couple of weeks or until the uh, the league goes bankrupt you may have spent the time in the movie theater as Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, ended up opening up box office in number one, although way under what the studio thought it was going to make on its opening weekend. Only $43 million for the Harry Potter yeah universe opening which they were expecting around 80 to 100 so you don't have any comic book heroes
0: how can you do that well it's still harry potter which is fairly popular in the world of kids are grown up they don't want anything to do with it anymore
1: could very well be but nobody had any interest in this one or at least a significantly less than they thought sonic the hedgehog 2 ended up making 30 million in its second weekend lost city 3 everything everywhere all at once at number four, which is quite the coup for a very small independent film. And then Father Stu, the Mark Wahlberg uh, Jesus movie ended up at 5.6 million, good enough for number five on Easter weekend. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff. That is Green Day, that is Brain Stew along with Jay did here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. You love your cats, do you not Big J? Yeah. And you have a grand total of how many in the Big J household? Four, we have four. And this is a study that was done by a bunch of Japanese scientists on homes that had more than two cats, so your homes qualify for this particular study. Would you say all of your cats know their names? Oh, absolutely. Would you say they come running when you call their name? Yeah, uh, yeah, sometimes. Now, this is where it's going to get difficult. Do you think your cats know your name? I doubt it. Uh, is it because there's a lot of nicknames rolling around or just because it's not mentioned a lot or it's not important and those yeah, things not You
0: know, in the household, I mean, how often do you really use each other's names? Right, and it's usually have-
1: like Honey or whatever nickname yeah, that you so. created. Or, But yeah, I imagine you use the kids' names. They might more. know
0: me Slopstick.
1: Well, that's unfortunate for both you and the cat yeah but they did find that cats uh probably know their own name pretty readily in a home that they've been in for a while but also that if there's more than two cats in the home they definitely know the names of the other cats as well uh and a big reason for that is competition man uh when you actually give a cat a treat it's usually done by the owner calling the cat's name And that's how they get to know their own name. But also, uh, they understand that if their name is not called and another cat gets treats, that's how they understand that it's not their name, that it belongs to somebody else.
0: Just stop trying to take the other cat's treats. Well, that's understandable. Because, again,
1: competition for food. So that's a big thing among the feline population. But also, because cats aren't in competition for food with humans i.e. there's not a lot of time you let them eat off the plate, that kind of stuff, and so uh, they're not really interested in what you're doing. Therefore, they're interested in knowing your name, while could be possible, probably isn't as likely as them knowing the names of the other cats in the household, or animals in the household, for that matter. So uh, what it does, they feel like in this Japanese study, proved that cats are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. They're just back to the whole, uh, they give a bleep about what they give a bleep about, and the rest of you can go to hell is what it really boils down to. Yeah. But they know their name which is good and if you're a cat owner or you have a pet you're probably not in an agreement like yeah my cat knows his name most pets do I would think I would hope anyway so don't worry about it the cats it's not that they don't care about you it's that they know that you're there just to feed them and you're not competition therefore you're not gonna get a vast majority of their attention so bask in it when you do get it big J alright when they come over and rub up against you and sit on your lap enjoy <laughs> the cat stuff Morning After with Nick and Big J, your bearded badass is next on the X Rocks. Bearded
0: badass. Look, look at how confident he is. How majestic. I'm going to
1: grow a beard. Presented by The Beardsmith on the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Yeah, and uh, hey, if you're looking to get a haircut or you need to trim up that beard, uh, the Beardsmith has two locations, one in Garden City one in Caldwell. And you can check out all the cool uh, beard grease that they have that they make uh, homemade. And, of course, uh, get yourself an appointment there at thebeardsmith.com. And, uh, Nick, today's uh, bearded badass might be one of the most unique and interesting stories we get to explore most of his early life he lived without a beard, but something that most 90s (laughs) grunge kids didn't find stylish. It was Jason Everman's time in Special Forces and living as a monk in Tibet where a beard style finally emerged. Yes, he was in Nirvana, then in Special Forces, and then lived as a monk for a time in Tibet. Jason Everman was born in Alaska, but his mother moved to Seattle when he was a toddler. Now, Jason and his sister didn't have the greatest childhood, but the very artistic mother, who also happened to be a heavy drug user. And after getting into trouble with an M80 and an exploded toilet, Jason's grandmother signed him up for some much-needed therapy. It was there in therapy that Jason picked up a guitar and through high school learned to play well enough to be in a few bands. And in 1989, Kurt Cobain wanted to add another guitarist into the mix. And so they ended up recruiting Jason. Uh, With uh, Bleach nearly done being recorded, uh, they were just a little short on cash, Nick. And as it happened, Jason had a rather decent-sized bank account thanks to his uh, years of fishing on Alaskan crab boats. So he paid for the rest of the recording and went out on tour with Nirvana. But it didn't last long. Jason was just a little different kind of dude and the fact Nirvana guys thought he was pretty moody is crazy so they kicked him out uh, to the curb but it didn't take him long to land on his feet in another band called Soundgarden guitarist Kim Thiel recruited him to play bass after Hiro Yamamoto quit this time he stepped into a very different situation. Touring buses, roadies, carrying all the gear, music videos. He was set until he wasn't because he just didn't fit in. Once the band got back from their European tour, the much younger Everman found himself again without a band. He moved to New York and was ended up in a band called Mind Funk. Now here a retired Navy SEAL happened to direct a video for MindFunk, and it was there through that connection that Jason found what he was looking for. So he he cut his hair, joined the Army, and not long after Basic, he ended up in a Ranger Battalion. After serving four years without any action, he opted out and instead trekked into the Himalayan Mountains where he joined a monastery. It's crazy. Finally, he decided to return to the States. Everman uh, once again found himself with some empty space. He felt he had unfinished business in the Army and signed backup. He wanted to be a Green Beret. And during final selection, news began to trickle in to the military base and terrorists that attacked New York. Jason would end up serving multiple deployments in both Iraq and Afghanistan. He finally left the Army in 2006 and got a bachelor's degree in philosophy from Columbia, that a masters eventually. He continues to travel the world and still plays music in a band called Silence and Light, made up of retired Special Operations soldiers. So Jason Efferman is truly a bearded badass and a rem- Renaissance man, for sure. No doubt about it.
1: I mean, uh, you'd have to, I mean, I know the resume is crazy, but a lot of that stuff was done, like, in his early 20s, too. I mean, like, he figured stuff out fairly early and did a bunch of stuff fairly re- early on in his life. For sure.
0: Yeah, a few years ago, the New York Times did a big spread on it, and that's when, you know, this kind of became a public thing, and a lot of people found out about it. It's very, very interesting and uh just, just crazy out there.
1: Good for him. Congratulations, Jason. Way to be the bearded badass, and you find yourself among some pretty elite companies.
0: Morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Well, Big J, it's one of the most depressing days of the year. Because It's tax day, my friend.
0: (laughs) Everything Uh, has to be
1: filed or put in or postmarked by today. Uh, And unless you're an accountant, there's really nothing fun about doing your taxes. Although, to be fair, uh, a lot of the accountants that I've crossed paths with don't really feel like they're having fun either, at least... From
0: the oh, no, our account doesn't seem like that at all.
1: <laughs> the meetings that I have had. Well, uh, listen, maybe we had some different
0: meetings. <laughs> Love you, man.
1: But uh, it certainly can be depressing because, you know, seeing all the money that you've earned and spent over the past years, you start to think, where the hell did all of it go, first of all? And then even if you're getting a refund, you do have to realize that the money you're getting back is your money. <laughs> it's not like it's a gift, yeah. you know, you can just let the government hold on to it for a while. And now it's yours again. Congratulations. So it's just one of those days that you have to be aware of. Odds are, at least I hope anyway, most of you have had your taxes done and filed by now. But if you haven't, and there are lots of different reasons for that, I get it. Make sure that you have the extension filed or the information sent off via mail you can no longer e-file so everything's got to be done through the mail at this point and it's got to be postmarked by today or there's late and then there's consequences and then it's all just a bunch of bunk so make sure you're aware that those taxes are done by the end of the day today we have ourselves a little bit of some nba playoff action going on some of the games yesterday the big one where the celtics and nets they went back and forth for a while nets looked like they were going to win that one and then the uh, celtics hit a buzzer beater to give him a 115-114 win in Boston. They are up one to nothing in that series. Phoenix and Milwaukee and Miami all jumping out to early leads in their series as well. More games on the docket tonight. Uh, although the Dallas Mavericks are probably going to be playing without Luka Doncic for game two of the opening round series. Uh, he strained his cap in a game last week, and barring dramatic improvement is expected to be ruled out. So the Mavericks will be light-handed in their playoff game. And Big J, we are losing people that were on Seinfeld last week we lost George's mother this weekend we lost Jerry's mother Liz Sheridan the actress who played Helen Seinfeld Jerry Seinfeld's mom on the TV show passed away on Friday at the age of 93 she of course played on Broadway and was probably pretty famous before Seinfeld because you remember her on Alf Big J. four years she was on that show yeah she was like the Queen of Melmac no, that's not true. No. Uh, as uh, aliens lived on Melmac, she simply was the grandmother on that particular show. Uh, and so we say rest in peace to Miss Liz Sheridan, who was fantastic on Seinfeld and Al, for that matter. And enjoy, enjoy, and we'll join her uh, co-star Estelle Harris up at the Pearly Greats. Big J, agree or disagree? Yes, for sure. Just making sure they ascended into heaven. <laughs> Double Dare on 100.3 VX. Yeah, let's kick off the week with trying to give away $200. It is time for the X Double Dare. Let's get our contestant this morning. Her name is Amber. Amber, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? We're pretty good. We would be a whole lot better if we could get you $200. uh, And that's going to be up to you and your knowledge on this particular category. Big J, what is it? Short and sweet movie quotes. So, Amber, we are going to give you a very short but pretty famous quote from a movie. And you've got to tell us the movie. How confident are you in your movie naming skills? Uh, not very. <laughs> well, we'll see what we can do. Uh, here's the way it works. You can win up to $200. It's double or nothing on every question. We'll start with 50 and we'll get up to 200 but it does get harder as we go on. So are you ready for question number
0: one? Yeah. All right. Good luck. All right. For $50, phone home.
1: Et. Et. Right. Bam. See, you Th- did it. That is fifty dollars in your pocket. Now, depending on your confidence on the subject, you can take that fifty and walk away, and we would not judge you at all. Or you could put it on the line and go for a hundred
0: dollars. It's up to you. What do you want to do,
1: Amber? Uh, let's try for a hundred.
0: Okay. For one hundred. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I don't know that one. Oh no. <laughs> Any guesses at all? Um,
1: Ferris Bueller comes to mind. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ah! Wrong. Sorry, I'm Amber. sorry, Amber. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't that one. <laughs> what was the right answer, Big J? Gone with the wind. It was from Gone with the Wind. Oh, Big J's favorite, Clark Gable, (laughs) said that line. Please hold, Amber, I'm sorry we weren't able to give you any money this morning, but uh, the good news is you can continue to play. You have a couple more chances today, 1230 and 530 with Jason, Drew, and Adam, and these quotes will continue throughout the day. You just have to identify the movie from the... Famous quote. And what was the two hundred dollar one? Had she gone that far? I'll have what she's having. Which, of course, is a scene from a diner. From what movie, Big J? When Harry Met Sally. Right. Correct. That would have been worth. Which doing. I would
0: have not gotten. Really, you didn't know that yeah.
1: one, huh? I've never watched the movie. Well, you hate romantic comedies. Morning After with Nick no. and Big J. That's true. At all. Uh, there's your chance to play the double dare. We got your We're Going to Hell story next on the X Rocks. <laughs> What the hell is this? The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Uh, we spoke last week about the Guinness Book of World Records, Big J, You're familiar with the concept, yes? Yes. In fact, somebody asked me if you actually followed through and contacted them last week, and I said, Jay and I haven't talked about it, but I can almost guarantee you that hasn't happened. No, I did. Uh, you're right. Uh, you're totally but right. <laughs> there are Guinness Book of World Records people that go out of their way to try to break it, and... There is a person in Florida that recently wanted to reclaim his record. We talked about it when it originally happened. He had the Guinness Book of World Records back in 19 in 2019, I should say, when he watched Avengers Endgame in the theater 191 times. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And uh, he was like, I got this in the bag. And then last year, somebody over in China broke the record when they watched Camelot first installment in the theater 204 times. And now, while it should be kept in mind that still, by far, he had more time spent in the theater because Endgame is a very long movie, it was most amount of time seeing a movie in the theater that was the world record. So, that pissed off Ramiro Alanis, who was the original record holder back in 2019, and he decided it was time to reclaim that record. And it is official. After what, movie? what happened last month, the Guinness Book of World Records has, in fact, confirmed that he watched from December 16th to March 15th the movie Spider-Man No Way Home oh, okay. for 292 times in a movie theater. 101 more times. Yes, that is correct. Damn. Now, he says he believes that number is big enough that nobody else will even dare try it because... It does. See, don't take on David Rush. He does admit that if anyone tries to break that record, I want them to think twice. Because not only did he spend essentially nine hours a day in a movie theater every day for three straight months, he saw the movie three times a day for 90 straight days. That's how he was able to get to this number. And then he also, don't forget, had to spend his own money to get into the Guinness Book of World Records. That's a lot of people don't tell you. All this stuff costs you out of your pocket. He estimates he spent about $4,000 on movie tickets to go check out the movie as many times as he wanted to. So that's a lot. Three Three showings per day for three straight months. Now, for the record, to be official, by the way, it had to be documented that he remained in his seat with attention on the screen for the entire film. Couldn't go to his phone? Couldn't do any of it, so they had a camera set up to record him watching the movie every time he watched it to make it as official as it possibly could be. So now it's been sanctioned and that's how he spent his last three months. There's gotta be some sort of money in this somehow, right? I I don't think so. Cause I mean, number one, you have to be then unemployed for three months. You have to have enough money to be able to yeah, afford you these be movies. A,
0: uh, well it's either this. Either you're champion something or you're a loser. Right. Okay. This guy's clearly a loser. Doesn't have a job. Uh, borrowing money from his parents to go to the movie. Okay, I can see that. Like, what? The, you can't get sponsored by a movie theater? I mean, come I don't on. know. I mean, I, maybe that will. But
1: see, the catch was he had to pay for it because that's all part of the record, too. Like, oh, you have to damn. pay to well, see this movie. That's, that's the ridiculous. part of the actual Listen, record.
0: This is dumb. But this
1: sounds like a category that he made up anyway. You I'm over it. I'm
0: yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> now you don't want to be part yeah. of the <laughs>
1: You should know that there's a lot dumber stuff in there than most times seen a movie, Big J.
0: Yep. And it maybe should have turned is, you up This is that. what's pushing me over the I don't care anymore. It's like baseball. It's dead to me. All right.
1: Uh, so you don't have to worry about that any longer. Big J's aspirations for the Guinness World Records have gone down the drain. But just know, if you want to break the record, 292 is the goal. Now, my advice, pick a short movie that way you're not in the movie theater for 2 hours and 47 minutes like he'd have to be for the Spider-Man film it's a long time to sit still but he did it with Avenger Endgame which was almost 3 hours and that's a lot of times to spend in the movie so I mean if you think about it in the last 4 years Big J he has spent almost 6 months in a movie theater between Endgame and No Way Home that's a long time to be watching movies guys and we love movies do we not Big J? we love them it's a long time Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Here's traffic. Even if you like the movie, if you watch that three times a day for three straight months, you would grow to
0: hate it, wouldn't you? You would think. you start to go crazy. Yeah. I mean, probably in a the theater by yourself. I mean, who knows? Right.
1: Starting to see Willem Dafoe with your eyes closed?
0: It's not good. It's not good, friends. <coughs> What's going on in the news Today! today. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J.
1: There's an old saying that us poor people tell each other to make ourselves feel better, and it goes something like this, Big J, Money can't buy you happiness. You ever heard of it? Yeah. Uh, What if I told you that Stanford University uh, just proved that saying both right and wrong with science? As they did a seven-year study to go into that particular saying, can money, in fact, buy you happiness? And the answer is yes and no. Uh, Because they found out that when you find out you come into money or you have just found a bunch of money or you get a bunch of money, boy, howdy, does that make you happy through the roof? Like, you can't be happier about that. Uh, Basically, they figured it out that the average American uses about 75, they're called gigajoules, which is this particular uh, energy that makes you happy. You need about 75 of those to make yourself fairly happy and when somebody finds out they just got a bunch of money that uh gigajoules count goes up to 284 so that's a lot
0: who decided to call this a gigajoule i don't know it sounds like a dr brown thing
1: uh but it is one of those deals where it was like wow that's pretty amazing but what they've also found is over time no matter how much money you have the happiness slowly fades out of your life as you realize your life is an empty husk and nothing is worth anything. And so those, the, the, the fun and the endorphins that start to kind of kick in when you realize you have money slowly go away over time. And they say by the end of like seven to eight months, it's become old hat that you have this money and it no longer impacts your happiness. And so that's why they say money can't buy you happiness, but boy, howdy, can it make you happy for a little while? And that's something that maybe you need to know or not, but at least there's science now
0: behind it. I don't know. Sounds like fake science. Well, what do you think then, Big Jules? Okay. What do you think? Does money, can money buy you happiness? A- absolutely. Long-term happiness? Absolutely. All right. I feel like it makes sense to me. Like, I- I- anything I- gets old after a while. I, I think, sure, yeah. I mean, uh, like, like some of that would be true, but also it would if you manage your money correctly i would assume it would alleviate a lot of issues that uh, a lot of the rest of people have which is stress about worrying about you know how to survive sure you know where to live how are you going to keep a roof over your head you know where's the next meal coming from stuff that people who live in poverty have to think about every day oh yeah no i think comparatively
1: yeah i don't think there's much that you need to actually compare that yes there's no doubt that the life of somebody that has money is less stressful than the life of somebody that doesn't but happiness and stress are two very different factors i think too that go into things now they can affect each other vice versa but it doesn't seem like it's you know mutually exclusive either way something that maybe you need to know at least according to stanford university If you like drama, keep your eye on the Nets-Celtics series in the NBA playoffs because uh, at least if Game 1 is any indication, the Kyrie Irving v. Boston fans should at least make for good TV. As he was greeted with, of course, booze Celtics fans hate uh, Kyrie Irving because of the way he disrespected the franchise they feel and forced his way out uh, They and then he shouted insults with Boston fans uh, dropped a couple of middle fingers behind his head and then went for 39 and it looked like he was going to lead the Nets to victory but a buzzer beater at the end of the game gave the Celtics the game one victory uh, Jason Tatum actually beat Kyrie Irving off the dribble to or off the pass I should say to put in the layup that gave the Celtics the win and then he kind of tore into them And the press conference as well. So there's no love lost between either of these two uh, kind of, I guess, sides in this battle. So it should be fun to watch and drama-filled no matter what. Agree or
0: disagree, Big Jack? I suppose that's something.
1: Tom Hanks finds himself back in the news because he was throwing out the first pitch at the Cleveland Guardians' home opener on Friday at Progressive Field, but he wasn't by himself on the mound, dude. He brought along with him Wilson from Castaway. You remember Wilson! Yeah, probably, I mean, if I had to guess, the most famous volleyball in, picture, in motion picture history. But Hanks has been a fan of the team, known as the Guardians, since the late 70s when he was living in Cleveland. Uh, he carried uh, Wilson out to the mound, held him up to show him off the team's logo on one side of the ball, and then he set Wilson down and tossed the pitch to Larry Doby Jr. And had a good time. Uh, Wilson was rolling around on in the inf- infield on his own, driven by a remote control, so they had some fun with it. This is clearly not the real Wilson from Castaway, but I'm not sure what it has to do with baseball or why it was there or why they decided to call back Castaway, of all things, but at least you know that Tom Hanks can still have fun, even with the volleyball, you understand? Yeah. So why not? Go back and watch the footage. It's it's fun, and anything Tom Hanks does is considered cool and good. <coughs>
0: after with nick and big j the pbr is coming to town this weekend professional bull riders man it is a fun rock show you wouldn't think it'd be a rock show but it is and uh we'll get you tickets to friday nights uh showing there for the pbr at the ford idaho center you just need to beat nick here in pop culture smackdown got a few leftover questions from seth rogan's birthday on friday so uh be prepared for that 208-287-1003 208-287-1003
1: is the number that you need to call if you would like to play Pop Culture Smackdown for these PBR tickets. Always a good time at the PBR. Are you ready, Ben J? Yeah, I'm ready, man. And to the phones we go. Good morning, The X. Hello? What's up, man? What's your name?
0: It's Chad. All right, Chad, you're up first. Seth Rogen, James Franco, Jonah Hill, Danny McBride, and Michael Sarah. they all played themselves in this movie about the end of times. They played themselves. Yes.
1: Um, end of Days. Wrong. End of Days. That
0: stars Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: Also, the first movie that pops up in a Google search if you type End of Days movie. Hello, the X. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no.
0: Hello, the X. Hey, morning. Morning, man. Here's a big J with your question. Seth Rogen, James Franco, Jonah Hill, Danny McBride, and Michael Sarah all played themselves in this movie about the end of times. This is it. I mean, this me. is the end. There you go. All right. right, saved it. Good job. All right, Nick. Rogan has written even directed movies like This Is the End, The Interview, and the Preacher TV series with this gentleman. His main mm-hmm. contributor.
1: Oh man, uh, they did super bad together. I know that much. They've done
0: almost everything together.
1: Yeah, but I don't think I can name them if I wanted to. Um. G- Does it start with a J? Nope, yeah, nope. No, you it doesn't? Okay. Yeah. You then, were close, I though, to say. No, nah, yeah. I was going to say J-Caston, but I know that's wrong. Wrong. No, that's wrong. This is
0: one of those tricky things I thought you would know for sure. But- I know, Andrew? Evan Goldberg. Evan Goldberg. Great. Goldberg. Yeah,
1: no. know. I mean, I know I've seen his name a bunch, but it's just not something that I retain. Congratulations, my man. You got tickets to PBR. You're going to go check them out on Friday at uh, the Idaho Center Arena, which is going to be pretty damn awesome. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all good to go there. We will do some headlines. Those are coming up next on the x Rocks. Headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Half Price Friday. Another one happening this Friday at 9 o'clock in the morning. You can grab $50 to DeLuca's Italian Food downtown for just $25. Great opportunity for you to try some delicious food and get it at half price. The Half Price Friday sale starts at 9 o'clock in the morning. It's only available online at xrock.com, and they usually go fast. So get ready. Another Half Price Friday is this one to DeLuca's coming up Friday at 9 o'clock. xrock.com. Headlines are as follows. Whoops! do not like and ripped off whoops pretty funny when official organizations make a big mistake big j and quebec's ministry of health and social services has officially apologized because it accidentally tweeted out a link to a Pornhub video instead of a government website the canadian industry tweeted a link to a foot fetish porn video on thursday and more than half an hour uh, passed before officials corrected the error The ministry later tweeted, quote, due to a situation beyond our control, a link with inappropriate content was posted on our Twitter account. We're looking for the cause. Sorry. Many took screenshots of the error before it was removed and then of course mocked them on Twitter because fair game. And just a reminder that, I mean, we're not buying the whole we got hacked stuff anymore, are we? I mean, no, not really. I mean, it's just somebody screwed up and they don't want to admit to their mistake. Not sure how that happens. Well, I guess I know how that happens. They copied the wrong thing. But how that happens so long without people noticing that it actually happened, I guess, is another angle altogether. But reminder, check that link before you just copy, paste, and tweet. For your own sake and for your job's sake. Do not like or ripped off? Ripped off! I feel like you don't have to be a huge drug dealer to be able to tell the difference between marijuana and celery. But... Maybe it's a little bit harder to do in Indonesia. I don't know, but police have turned to social media to publicly ridicule a man called who called them to report that somebody had sold him what he expected, uh, suspected was fake marijuana. When officers looked at it, sure enough, they noticed that it was just a bunch of celery kind of cut up with some grass mixed in
0: between what it. What the hell?
1: Uh, it's a good thing, too, because if it was a real thing, he would have been in a lot of trouble because Indonesia has some of the strictest drug laws in the world. Now, authorities considered charging him anyway, but ultimately decided they really couldn't because he was only in possession of vegetables and not narcotics. So instead, they posted the video of him being interrogated on social media about how one could be so stupid. Not only to buy celery instead of weed, but then also to report that sale to the police. I mean, it is one of those deals where if the drug dealer rips you off, you're probably going to stay... That's that's the end of that story for the most part. I mean, unless you want to go out street justice style. There's that option, I suppose. But that usually doesn't work out for me and not. We'll wrap it up with do not like. And life is basically a comedy. Agree or disagree, Big Jay? Agreed. And when a woman was walking in downtown Greenville, South Carolina last week, pushing her child in a stroller, she could only expect what was going to happen, which was a man hit her in the face with a plate of whipped cream. Police are now trying to find the man who carried out the crime and, of course, have shared a photo of him that was caught on surveillance camera. Police say now there are multiple incidents of this occurring during the day and believe he's doing this for TikTok cred. So to keep an eye out of anybody walking in downtown Greenville, South Carolina, because you may be smacked in the face with a plate of whipped cream, Uh, this woman sustained a black eye during the actual process. So hey, dude, maybe take it easy on your TikTok attacks. Don't be giving some lady pushing her kid down the street a black eye because you think it's funny for TikTok. Crazy. That ain't cool. But would you you laugh at somebody getting a pie in the face on the street, Big J? No. Just making sure you're not part of the problem. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things... (laughs) That is Ghost Call Me Little Sunshine here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. We figure we might as well kick off the week by announcing some shows that you need to be aware of that
0: are coming to town. All Let's go. It's another 100.3, the X
1: Concert Announcement. All right, Big J. Rattle them off, my yeah, friend. Yeah,
0: and we'll start off with the show that's the furthest out. So uh, coming to town September 10th at the Morrison Center, uh, stand-up comedian Brian Regan.
1: Very funny gentleman. He'll be at the Morrison Center. That'll be awesome. Tickets go on sale
0: Friday for the that particular show check yep check uh coming august 9th to the revolution concert house and event center uh blackstone cherry are uh, good friends with uh daughtry happening uh, there at the rev center on uh, august 9th uh, tickets go on sale this friday as well
1: once again that makes sense which is awesome ticketmaster.com is where you can go
0: for that and then finally last but not least last but not least, uh, coming June. 7th, 7th uh, to the Knitting Factory presented by 100.3 The x Rocks, Crown the Empire the fallout 10 year anniversary tour special guests will be drugs uh, the world alive and until I wake and that is going to be a hell of a night of metal there at the Knitting Factory and tickets for that also go on sale Friday
1: figured we would celebrate that announcement with some songs Big J what's the song we should play from Crown the Empire uh, how about weight of the world sounds man. like a plan to me enjoy the music <laughs> And it's Crown the Empire right there. It's all part of our myriad of concert announcements that we just rattled off for you. Big J, one more time with a recap.
0: Yeah, September 10th at the Morrison Center. Brian Regan, stand-up comedian, coming to town. uh, All these tickets, by the way, go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Then we've got uh, Daughtry coming with Blackstone Cherry to the Rev Center on August 9th. And then Crown the Empire, the Fallout 10 Years Anniversary Tour is happening on uh, June 7th. So, boom, there you go, man. Going to be some great shows
1: coming into town more to be announced as well as we move forward but keep listening to the x of course to win your tickets to all these things as we move a little bit closer to these shows your bad impressions are next on the x
0: rocks Let's go. bad impressions brought to you by the idaho center pre-owned superstore treasure valley subaru and we've got tickets to a concert happening a may 10th at the knitting factory we've got dorothy coming in it's going to be a great show we'll get you set up for those tickets and uh you to figure out bad impressions today which is a fictional character joyous
1: wolf is also opening that show it's going to be awesome at the dating factory so if you want to go free of charge now would be the time to get on the phone 208-287-1003 bad impressions works like this big j has three clues revolving around that fictional character if you can figure out who he is trying to identify as then congratulations you got yourself some tickets hello the x
0: good morning morning man what's your name thomas all right thomas you're up first remember it's a fictional character thomas okay Got it. Looks like I'll be getting my manure back. Maybe. Uh, Next. After Endgame, I've got a lot of work to do on me. Next. My brother Loki got his own TV show. I like movies better. it Thor! is Thor!
1: That is correct, Thomas. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Dorothy tickets for the 10th of May at the Knitting
0: Factory. Hold on tight. Why is Thor in the news? The long-awaited Thor Love and Thunder trailer has arrived here this morning. You can check out the Morning Out for Facebook page if you want to find it quickly. And uh, yeah, we got uh, that to look forward to. It's the closest, or at least it's the shortest <clears throat> amount of time uh, between a movie coming out and the trailer being released for Marvel, actually.
1: Well, it's I think little- it's because... <laughs> They know it's going to do okay,
0: no matter what. <laughs> right, but I. But who knows why that is. Either way, the uh, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. That's for Dengshir and a journey for Thor, trying to figure out
1: who he is. And uh, they've got lots of Guardians of the Galaxy involved as well. So yeah. you know that uh, that tradition will continue. So get ready. Uh, when is it? July? July 9th. That's when it comes out in theaters. Of course, I'm sure you'll see the, uh, the preview on the big screen if you decide to go check out Doctor Strange next month as well, but it's available for you on your computer screens now if you want to check it out morning after with nick and big j we wrap up the show here next on the x rocks (coughs) That is muse that's wrapping up the morning after with nick and big j on this monday thanks for hanging out with us it was a busy one we talked cats we talked movies a couple times over we had a chance to actually try to give away some money but unfortunately failed this morning so That chance for you carries on, 12.30 today and 5.30 today with Jason Drew and Adam with the X-Rock Double Dare. The category, again, short and sweet movie lines, very short but very famous quotes. You have to name the movie that they're from. You're going to need a little bit of luck today, but I think you guys can pull it off. That's what I believe with all of my heart.
0: And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, over the weekend, got a chance to play a little tabletop game. Really, the first time I've done so. Super cool, man. Chronicles of Crime. What's it about? Uh, it's basically, this is a really cool thing. Our friend Sean from Phoenix Fire Games came in, and he, I, did he give you one as well?
1: Uh, he gave me a present for the kids that we okay. played. Yeah.
0: And so it's uh, it, it's basically you're investigators, and you got to solve some crimes. It's like Clue? It's like Clue, but here's the really cool thing is it uses QR codes, and so you you have an iPad or a phone or whatever you want, and it gives you the clues that way, and then you can, I mean, there's several, you know, I mean, uh, almost limitless number of mysteries that you can do uh, through this with the clues that they give you, so it's a lot of fun, man. Did you play with teams or individually? No, we played all together. Very nice. uh, Oh, you were collectively trying to solve them? Yeah, we were all together. Beautiful. Did you win?
1: Yeah. Did you solve yeah, it? Yeah, we figured it out. Very nice. Was it, uh, is it a long play game, or were you done pretty quick? It's as
0: long as you want. I mean, there's easy, hard, and medium, so uh, the harder one, you know, took uh, probably an hour and a half or so. That ain't bad. Yeah. Nice party game? Definitely. Big J approved? Approved. And it's called again what? chronicles of crime check it out
1: Uh, buy it at phoenix fire games while you're at it yeah next set of x rock brought to you by beacon plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters clogged drains leaky faucets and toilets and won't flush stop freaking call beacon beacon plumbing and heating and mechanical is your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com that's it for us see you tomorrow jason drew's up next it's the x rock (laughs)